Good morning, good morning, everyone. How is everyone doing? I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. And, um, yeah, sorry. I paused my cat. It's just, she's just, I don't know what to do. <laughs> she's a mess. Uh, anyways, if you hear a bell ringing, that's who it is. So, yeah, don't, you know, no, no worries. Um, but I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Um, it was nice and relaxing for me. Um, I just kind of took the time just to really kind of connect with myself um, and things that, you know, like I am working toward. Um, so that was nice. Um, I felt like I got a lot of knowledge of the things that I want to do um, regarding my business and everything. And um, I'm just excited. Um, it's going to be a lot of money to put into it. But you know what? This is this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be able to help people connect with crystals and get crystals for their astrology signs that will help them. And during planet retrogrades or anything else, um, you know, we are more than just our sun signs. So I want to be able to have everything available for all of that stuff. So um, I'm really excited and, um, you know, I've already started uh, purchasing crystals and everything. I'm looking into wholesale, which is a whole ordeal from that. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of work, but it's going to be so worth it. And, um, you know, you guys, I had mentioned that I stopped energy uh, reads and stuff for myself, but I just started this weekend and I feel... I feel like it's something that I need to be doing. Um, I don't have those, you know, maleficent kind of feelings anymore. I'm actually, it feels like my intuition is actually way stronger. And I truly pulled the best read for myself that it gave me so many chills. I mean, I it just, I'm just excited. I, you know, I've, I've just been meditating and listening to healing sounds and everything else. And I just feel really good within my body, within my soul. And I'm just excited to go for, you know, like forward to achieving and accepting all the blessings, abundance, manifestations that I'm creating for myself. I, you know, I just got kind of, I just kind of like sat down and just thought like, am I going to continue to think about things I want to do? Or am I going to just actually take some action? Because that is part of manifestation. Like, I know a lot of the times we have some, you know, like spiritual influencers who look like things just always fall into their lap. And while that can happen, I'm not saying that can't because I've had it happen. While that can happen, it's a lot of it has to come from action, you know, working toward, um, you know, that manifestation that you want. And I realized this, I realized that, you know, for a while I was, you know, doing a lot of action, but then I kind of just like got to the point where it's just like, oh, I'm just expecting it to just always fall from the sky. And of course, you I feel like when you always wait for it to always just fall from the sky, you're not really grateful for when you do get it, you kind of get it and you're like, oh, this is great. I got it next. You know, it's not like when you put in like that little extra oomph to it, you know, it makes you feel good. Um, but yeah, so I hope everyone else has been working toward what they need. And I realized too, that we are having a Saturn retrograde. (laughs) And so I was looking at, um, 
what that means for all of us, considering that Saturn is in Aquarius right now. And Aquarius, as we know, um, it is about expanding, like basically, you know, expanding itself, like personally and collectively, um, coming up with helpful things to grow and everything. But with Saturn, you know, Saturn is known as, you know, a restrictive planet, a cold planet. And with it going retrograde, that's going to, you know, like cause some tension when it comes to work and everything. So um, you really got to be careful with what you do. Um, We may get the energy of feeling quite stagnant, um, stuck, you know, like, where 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 we should go from now so some signs of course is going to suffer more than others no I know that Libra is one of them I believe Leo is Virgo who else Sagittarius um we're definitely going to have a harder time during this time with feeling stagnant um some um benefit from it um and some won't, um, and some will just be regular, so do your best to not focus on, oh, no, because I'm a Libra, because sometimes I'll do that, like, fuck, here we go again, you know, like, having to, you know, like, work harder, or, you know, like, find other ways, and feel like you're always kind of stuck, and I was like, you know, I just don't want to bring that energy back in my life again, like, I get it. I'm probably going to experience some stagnation issues. I have been. I told you guys that. But I'm not going to allow this to, you know, like I've been getting out of that, but I'm not going to allow it to bring it back. So I'm just going to find other ways. And that's just what you have to do. You know, during this time, it's just going to make it harder. And you just have to find another way that will work for you. Right. So, um, um, that will be going on, I think they said, until, you know, it's, it's I think, six months that it's going to be doing that. So I want to say till October. Um, I'll I'll definitely have to update you guys on that. Um, but yeah, we're going to go through some, um, some retrogrades because, like I said, Saturn. And then the next one, I believe, on the 29th of this month is also a Mercury retrograde in Gemini. And um, I may do a bonus episode, but like I said, I, you know, I, I don't really mind Mercury retrogrades. Um, It seems like certain ones, I don't know, maybe I'd have to see how it aspects to me. Well, actually, I think it would, you know, it's not going to be bad because I have an ear mercury anyway um but just in general it's all like we all have to deal with the same things in gemini so um it just it just bothers me because i know i've mentioned this before that when it comes to mercury retrogrades excuse my voice it's just kind of in and out of sound a little froggy because it's still early in the morning and i had just woken up not too long ago to do all my stuff Um, my meditations and everything, pray. Um, But again, and I'm going to continuously repeat myself, please don't use this time to to connect with exes. Because that's the main thing that I always see whenever a a retrograde is coming up. Someone's like, oh, 
uh, my and my ex and oh I got a hold of my ex oh my god Mer- Mercury retrograde made me do it and it's just like c- come on come on really like I get it we are influenced energetically and physically by the planets and the stars but it did not literally tell you Mercury didn't literally speak to you and say hey um Tiffany Ann <laughs> call Jake who fucked you over like a year ago and didn't give a shit about you and fuck him like it it just doesn't work like that you know like it just doesn't and it's just like you know I've had situations where um an ex actually reached out to me exactly when the retro uh the retrograde started but you know I don't I don't fuck around with that shit so and he was trying to kind of start drama and kind of blame me for shit and I was like not gonna, not gonna play into this, don't got time for it, don't want to waste energy on it, you know, I let him know that, and then we got the phone, and that was it, that, that's all, that's all I, you know, that's all I dealt with, uh, usually, sometimes I will have communication issues, it seems like people misconstrued me, or my partner will misconstrued me, (laughs) at times, uh, during retrogrades. And that's why I usually have started wearing communication stones to kind of help with that energy, um, to kind of like help me flow with a way that people will understand. Um, and especially with it in Gemini, it's definitely, it's really going to fuck up with communication because Gemini is pretty much the communicative sign of the zodiac in my opinion so yeah just do your best to um make sure you you know like I said communicate as well as you can make sure you don't make any decisions you don't sign any contracts nothing just so that you don't get caught up in the wrong thing but I am here today of course to record the episode of the wellness episode for Gemini We will also do our Gemini season energy read. We will also do a Gemini ritual card pick as well. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. We've already did our Gemini um, affirmation for this season. So um, yeah, let's just go ahead and jump into it. It's funny because a lot of people I've been seeing have been like, can we just skip Gemini season and jump to like they even want to skip cancer season and jump to Leo or you have some that says can we just jump to cancer season and I I wonder why because you know everyone just thinks because Gemini's are the twins that they are just like hell on wheels (laughs) like you can really use this energy to create like some some good things in your life like for me, I've been writing a little bit. Like actually yesterday I started writing poems again and um, it felt really good. I just decided to just write whatever felt, you know, what, what was ever, uh, excuse me. I I wanted to write, basically I poured from my heart. It's just whatever my heart was feeling, I poured it out and it didn't, it doesn't come out like perfect. I'm not a professional poet. But I just always go by what I feel and what my like heart just wants to express and say and communicate, you know, on paper. And it felt really good. It really did feel really good to do that. I um I enjoy writing things that just kind of pour out of me. 
um, and in ways, in like kind of thoughtful ways and things that I kind of question, it's almost kind of like philosophical a little bit, but it just makes me feel good. And I have this cute little leather bound Pisces notebook. It's like a little, it's really small. It's really cute. Um, I bought it from, I don't know if any of you guys have an earthbound uh, co-trading company or something like that. Um, I bought it a long time ago. Um, It's weird. I know you guys are like, but you're a Libra. Why would you buy Pisces? Whenever it comes to writing, you guys, um, like especially expressing my, my emotions and feelings, I, I like to get things that pertain to my moon sign because as we all know, the moon is about expressing, the moon is our inner self. It's our real self. It's also how we express our emotions. And so because I'm expressing my emotions in it, if, if it is an astrological type of notebook, I will go for Pisces because it's, it's what I am. It's how I express myself. I express myself like a freaking Pisces. And so why not, you know, like, go with that kind of aesthetic. Um, Now, when I'm thinking of like things to do and all that other good stuff, then I have Libra stuff. Um, I have Libra stuff and I uh, go more toward uh, my sun sign and stuff like that. Plus I'm a Libra Mercury. So um, I think, you know, like a Libra, obviously. Um, So Therefore, I get things that pertain to Libra. It's like, I actually, actually, my husband bought me this beautiful um, Libra um, notebook, but we got shammed. And that was like last year. Actually, it was like 2019, end of 2019. And then when I tried to find the website and everything, it was all of a sudden just gone. It disappeared. It was fucking bullshit, but it was like gorgeous um, notebook that I had, you know, I was going to make like for my plans and everything. And I was pretty pissed that we got screwed over. Um, and I had also gotten screwed over on something else with like a necklace that was a Libra symbol and it was gone, but my husband bought me an even cuter one. It's so pretty. It's like a little gold. It's gold. It's a gold medallion with a Libra symbol in diamonds. And he also got me a Libra symbol in diamonds that is silver with his Scorpio uh, symbol um, that I love. He could, he did that for me when I was in the hospital last year. Yeah, so it was really nice and really beautiful. And if you can't tell, I do love jewelry. <laughs> I really do. That's why I want, I've always wanted to become a jewelry maker and everything because I just love jewelry. I don't need like million dollar jewelry and I don't, you know, like, as long as it doesn't fuck up my skin and it's not like crappy, like, you know, like ch- children made, then it's fine. But anyways, um, you know, I noticed I just went from that to talking about how people hate Gemini season. No, actually it was on, it was, it was on point with what I was saying. But yeah, use this time to, you know, like create, like write. If you've been wanting to write a book, use this energy, like, Gemini season is about that, you know, like writing life, anything, communication, like I mentioned. Um, if you want to like um, record a podcast, even um, poetry, um, all that good stuff, video, YouTube, vlogging, all that shit. Do it, do it. 
blogging, all of it. So <laughs> now is the time. Um, Gemini season doesn't have to be bad. And I know people probably think that Gemini start acting like they're on crack. Maybe that's why. But Gemini is just going to be Gemini's, okay? They're just fun people who just love to talk and love to express themselves and love to do things. So, I mean, they're the sister sign of Sagittarius, pretty much. So, come on, guys. Anyway, so, of course, it starts with stats. Oh, yeah, and I know, I know, I know. Disclaimer for this book, because I am reading from Astrology for Wellness, our sign guides for mind, body, Body, Mind, and Spirit Vitality by Monte Farber and Amy Zerner. Cell salts, disclaimer, cell salts, of course, for your astrological sign. Um, Cell salts are a homeopathic type of medicine. It is over the counter. Um, Again, I will tell you what your cell salt is, but if you want to try it, Please go to the doctor, ask your doctor, ask your doctor if you should be taking this. Um, as I mentioned and for the hundredth and only time, I do mine. I take both my moon and sun um, cell salts, which is Libra and Pisces, um, because I do suffer with the issues that come with that. And so whatever issue I'm having an issue with, I do use it. Has it worked for me? It has worked fine for me. It has not bothered me. But everyone is different. Everybody is different. So please, ask your doctor, okay? Don't say the charming Libra told you that your soul salt is such and such because you're a Gemini and you need to take it, okay? I did not say that. I am not a doctor. I'm just letting you know, okay? So there we go. <laughs> Done and over with. Okay, so, of course, Gemini, May 21st through June 20th. The planet Mercury, how we use our logical mind. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Element, air, symbol of ideas, intellect, and communication. Quality, mutable, flexible, concern with adapting and blending. Quick read. Geminis are mutable air. They know how to adjust and improvise their style of communication to deal with fluctuations. Geminis can adapt themselves to their environment. Therefore, learning how to craft a unique set of core beliefs is one of the most important lessons for Gemini. Colors, white, yellow, multicolored patterns. You know, I've always, I always got to kind of get like a yellow type of, you know, like glow for Gemini. So that's interesting. Personal qualities, witty, changeable, versatile, talkative, well-read, keywords, duality, Social skills, communication, mischief, cleverness, logic, restlessness, gossip, versatility, curiosity, precocity, duality, advertising, quick wit. They are very quick-witted people. Like, if you get teased by Gemini, good luck, because they are really good with their wit. So, Gemini natives are learning about the best practices and pitfalls of the following characteristics. Listen closely, guys. How to be a multitasker and to work on several jobs or even careers simultaneously. How to use your communication skills to inform others when your opinions are so changeable. 
how to apply what you know to real world situations, turn talk into practical actions, how to relate to others so they will allow you to be who you are, how to see all sides of any argument and diplomatically change sides in a heartbeat, how to experience the realization that your intellect usually controls your emotions, and if you're like, what does that mean? It's because, uh, you know, with Gemini, they're, they, and I feel like this is just air in, in general, but definitely more so with Aquariuses and Geminis. Um, when they're feeling something, they try to make logic out of it, right? Like, so let's say, instead of like just crying and feeling, you know, like because you're sad, they're more like, "Mm, what, what is this? Why, why am I feeling this way? What, what's going on? You know, like it's, it's just more of trying to analyze their emotions, not really feeling it and using intellect to be like, oh, you're, you're feeling this way because, you know, this and this, it's not just like, you know, how like fire and water signs will just, feel it and just be like, fuck, man, you know, they're just like crying and, you know, I feel, they'll communicate, I don't, I feel sad, but they're crying and everything else and kind of letting it out. They're not trying to hold it in, like saying, oh, wait a minute, what what the fuck is this? You know, like what, 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 what's going on? Not trying to make, uh, like I said, logic out of it. So that's what that pretty much means. Um, and because they do that, that's how their uh, air signs control their emotions. And that's why it, people think we're detached because, you know, we'll just be like, oh, uh, this isn't, you know, like, oh, you're feeling sad. Oh, this is nothing. Uh, you're probably just this and this. Like, you just use logic to try to, you know, like, make an excuse of why you could be feeling it. And then you just kind of like suck it, like suck it back. Like, oh, you don't need to feel this right now, you know. So, yeah. That's why we're mental. Anyways, how to accept that despite your voracious consumption of information, you cannot know everything about anything. How to avoid negative consequences from sometimes irrational fear of boredom. So, Gemini, those who are skilled at doing two or more things at the same time display the versatile personality of the sign Gemini. Their desire to comprehend and communicate everything quickly produces both an endless curiosity and an ability to take every side of an issue. Those born under the sign Gemini are, are among the best communicators of information, especially things that they have heard and their opinions. Most of them do not gossip more than most people. They are just better at it and enjoy it more. You can bet that when a Gemini tells you something, it is the most up-to-date information available. This is very true. I had a coworker that was a Gemini, and I'm telling you, she knew everything that was just, like, up to date and what was going on, so we'd always, like, run to her whenever we wanted to hear shit that, you know, we weren't supposed to hear about, so very true. says, yet, though they speak clearly and put their points across, they are often misunderstood. Most people want to be known for their unwavering commitment to a bunch of opinions regarding what is true about life. In fact, Most people think that it is what everyone has to do to function in the world, but Geminis do not think that way. They are curious to know what life is, and they are more than willing to adjust their beliefs when information that appeals to them comes along. They want to experience life as in as many different ways as they can. They may even go so far as to have something of a double life. 
At the very least, they have two opinions about everything. More if they have actually studied studied a, a particular subject in depth, they will do practically anything to avoid being bored, which to a Gemini is almost a fate worse than death. Because they are interested in everything, Geminis become skilled at anything they put their lightning quick minds to. They are also the most versatile of signs. It is a rare it is a rare Gemini that only does one thing extremely well. They also have great dexterity. Geminis do, do not just have two or three opinions. It's like they are two or three different people, and that has to be accepted by those who want to be close to them. Their changeability can be annoying or interesting depending on how much you want people to be the same every time you see them. Geminis, too, are the, are the same every time you see them. Equally changeable, as the saying goes, it takes all kinds, and that includes the changeable Geminis we all know and love. Geminis love to be up on the latest things, and they try their best to know something about everything. This is the organ of stories about their leg- legend- legendary curiosity. Geminis think that if they only had the time and access to enough information, they could actually come to know everything. Nobody can give the appearance of knowing everything better than a Gemini though sometimes they may find themselves arguing the exact opposite position of the one they held yesterday. This is a source of their charm. They also provide the rest of us a valuable service by reminding us not to be so certain that our truth is the only truth. So yes, um, this is why Geminis can drive you crazy because one day they're like, oh, this and this is this. I believe in this and this and this and I think this. And then the next day, it's a completely different thing, almost like they never believed in the first thing that they said. So they're constantly like back and forth, back and forth. And I think that's what can drive people nuts. Um, they, uh, how can I say this? Oh, oh. Geminis are just, I don't want to say you have to take them with a grain of salt because they're very truthful people. They're very smart, like it says, and they are great with communication, but I don't know about you guys, but some of the Geminis I know can sometimes seem like they, I don't know, is it the mutable energy, but like they will kind of like change, like they said, but I guess the three different people where it's like they're one way, you know, this day and then they're like a completely different person on the other hand and around certain people. And it's just kind of like, eh, you know, like what? Um, That's not what you said or you were acting like before. I've never seen this side, you know, it's just, it's just different. And some of the Geminis I've been around seem to be huge liars at times. I'm not saying all of them are, but I don't know. It's just like they like to start shit or what. Like they like drama or or what. I don't I don't really know because I won't speak for all Geminis, of course. But like, why is you know like what what's that like why and. I'm not saying no other fucking sign does this, but just in my experience, some of the Geminis I've been with and worked with have started some some giant shit or some bullshit and then, you know, kind of like sit back and just kind of giggle and laugh like, oh, like, you know, now they started drama. They got someone's attention to something and now people are fighting. So I don't know, but 
that's just my experience. People who are just getting to know a Gemini may try to pin her or him down, and consequently, they may think that their new Gemini friend changes his or his or her mind too much. This is just how it appears on the surface. Geminis do not actually change their minds so much as they actually have two minds. Many thousand years ago, the ancient sages were wise to pick pick as a symbol for Gemini a pair of twins. For it is as if within them, there are actually two different people with two different sets of values and opinions, maybe more. In fact, Geminis are legendary for functioning best when they have two or more things to do at the same time. However, the lesson for Geminis to learn is that there is, there is, there is an important reason why they are not as knowledgeable, quick, versatile, and skillful as they wish they were. They have come into this world with the astrological sign Gemini because they want to learn everything, especially how to be quick, versatile, skillful, and smart. So remember, this is the remember for you Geminis, Gemini placements, remember this, and these are in caps. Geminis are learning about learning, okay? You don't have to be a know-it-all. You don't have to look down on people because they're not as smart as you. We know. You guys are fucking smart. And you communicate exquisitely. Like, it's almost sexy because you know how to have humor. And you're smart at the same time. And I know nothing floats my fucking boat than someone who's like, who, who can do that? Like, I'm, I'm a fucking Libra Mercury, okay? Like, that shit speaks to my fucking soul. Oh, well, not my soul, really, my mind. Like, it's very sexy when a man is intelligent yet fucking funny as fuck. Like, it's just sexy to me, you know? It's just, like, it just intrigues my mind, and it's, like, my mind is being mouth-fucked by you guys, you know? Because it's just, like, oh, they know what I'm talking about, or, oh, my God, they know about this. Daenerys, what the fuck? You guys, my cat is like, oh my god. My cat is carrying, like, fucking a garbage bag in her mouth. So, um, I will be right back. Alright, I'm back. Sorry about that, my... Uh, I don't know, it's like, I her my cat's personality has changed since she got spayed. It's like, she's a fucking dog, I don't get it. She literally came in here with a, with a, a bag that I had, I had tied some crab legs that my, um, my husband had eaten, and he didn't finish it, <clears throat> so it had gotten, um, it was, I don't, I don't think you should eat seafood after a certain, like, maybe a day or two, um, so I got rid of it, put it in a bag so it doesn't smell, and put it in the garbage, and she's, like, holding the shit in her mouth because she had dug in the garbage, literally spilling all the garbage to get that shit out, it's like, she's a fucking dog, I don't get it, but I just, I had to get that, and then clean all that shit up, so, sorry about that, (laughs) oh, cats, um, let's just jump back into it, we are now at the wellness and fitness tips for each sign, and let's go ahead and jump to Jemmy's, but yeah, so, Geminis need to be careful of health problems such as asthma, bronchitis, and the flu. 
This is because they tend to be intellectual, busy types who keep going even when overtired. They can become very run down and their resistance is affected if they don't get enough rest, but they hate to be confined to bed. They sometimes have a problem taking good care of themselves because they are constantly on the go and often forget to adhere to regular eating and sleeping schedules. They must therefore try to establish a healthy routine and balance with balance which with, which will reduce their erratic energy levels. The symbol for this sign is the twins and it often seems that there are two personalities in each Gemini. Easily bored Gemini should work out with several different friends and or trainers. Their best workout would be Pilates, which improves both flexibility and strength or to vary their exercise regimen to include every method that interests them. Gemini rules the upper shoulders and arms, so chin-ups and pull-ups, even from a squat with feet never leaving the floor, work well. Geminis tend to have sensitive nervous systems, therefore whole body gentle massages with soothing music can calm their nerves. They are usually in a hurry, so hands-only massages will help them to stay focused and in the same game when time is short. So, sorry, I thought I saw something. Um, so, I would recommend this because, you know, um, if you have Gemini placements, this is not just for sun, Gemini placements in your personal planets, which is rising, moon, sun, um, even Venus and Mars, guys, like, I, um, the one in here said that, uh, Pisces are good for, um, like, they should get a reflexology foot massage because Pisces rules the feet, and I did that, and that shit was fucking amazing, it was amazing, I kid you not, it felt so good, and for some reason, my body felt, like, great afterwards, so, I would, I would advise you to get that, get that hand massage, you know, see how it feels, get that, like, full body massage, oh, if you can do that, that would be great, so here are the cell salts, again, ask your doctor, they're over the counter, but ask your doctor, if you can use it, anyways, Geminis love to communicate, always on the move, they tend to overthink, Geminis rules the nervous system, hands, arms, shoulders, lungs, and ribs, so your cell salts are, and I will repeat them twice and spell them out so you know what to look for, calimuraticum, also known as cell salt number five. Again, that's Cali, K-A-L-I, Muriaticum, M-U-R-I-A-T-I-C-U-M, also known again as cell salt number five, is Gemini cell salt. Responsible for helping the majority of body functions run more smoothly, it acts as a nerve tonic and helps relieve colds, coughs, sore throats, sinusitis, and bronchitis. Healing crystals and power stones. So I figured Gemini, um, you guys' power um, crystal is agate. And there are many kinds of agates. Um, so... <laughs> I would probably lower it down, like, I'm sure, like, you can use any agate, but I definitely, again, use a um, blue lace agate. That would be, that's, like, really good for Gemini's, no joke, Gemini placements. <clears throat> agate is a general protector of the entire body and the entire auric field. 
Agate can help us to focus on growth and healing. It attracts strength and vitality, and it has the ability to help bring the body into balance. A special property of agate is the blending and balancing of energies for power, protection, and organizational qualities, causing a stabilizing effect. Agate also can help reinforce the body's connection to the earth. It can give courage and dispel fears, all of which increase self-confidence. It gives us the strength to carry on even when we feel weak or tired. Agate offers protection from bad dreams. It it also protects us from stress and worry. Agates with banded colors uh, placed at the head of sleep of a sleeper are said to give rich and varied dreams. Since our earliest civilization, agates have been prized gems. They were used in jewelry and as spiritual power tools in Babylonia. Conjurers in Persia used the, used the crystal to try to affect the weather in ancient Asia. Agates were used to see the future. Studying the circular patterns helped open the pathway to receive guidance and messages by connecting the pathways between the conscious and subconscious minds. Agate can also be enlisted for emotional healing, especially to resolve bitterness and resentment. It is believed to be a stone of harmony and therefore can help soften feelings of of envy by dissipating agitation. By bringing the elements of one's Being into harmony, it can improve how one functions in relationships. Agate also enhances creativity, stimulates the intellect. Carry a pocket-sized piece of agate when you have to make an important decision. Agate's message. Placing an agate on a bedside table may aid with insomnia and can stimulate pleasant dreams. If you have to deal with numbers, an agate placed on your desk will help you be more, more precise. You'll also be more analytical as well as creative in your approach to situations. Other good gemstones for Gemini are clear quartz, tiger's eye, and bicolored tourmaline. So good. <clears throat> I'm actually wearing a tiger's eye bracelet that I bought with a friend of mine when we went camping on our way home because uh, we went to a completely different state. We went to Oregon. So we found this amazing crystal shop down there that had awesome stuff. And so we bought bracelets that we felt needed, we needed. And one of mine is a tiger's eye and it actually has all like the three different kinds of tiger's eye on it. It has golden tiger's eye, blue tiger's eye, which is also known as hawk's eye and red tiger's eye. And then I also bought a a Amazonite bracelet as well. And I am wearing a moonstone bracelet when me and my mom went out this weekend uh, to the Pikes Place Market. Um, They had a beautiful rainbow moonstone that kept flashing at me, so I bought it. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's nice. So astrology, aromatherapy, and sign sense. So let's see. Um... Geminis are witty, changeable, versatile, talkative, well-read. Inside of all Geminis, there are actually two different people with two different sets of tastes. Those born under this sign love to communicate and put their point across. They know how to keep everyone interested. Basil, bergamot, and grapefruit are great to inhale for nurturing an overactive mind. Their need for mental stimulation might also suggest a light hint of mint or citrus and multitasking with lavender and lily 
of the valley to create an, an inspiring, joyful, and positive environment. And improve concentration. Eucalyptus can help with respiratory problems if needed. You know, I'm thinking about putting uh, eucalyptus leaves because I've seen it, like, hang over, like, the shower head. Uh, I heard it's really good because that, that makes sense. If it helps respiratory, it will help, you know, you breathe that in and stuff, which is good. So breakfast foods and snacks for the Jimmies. It's Gemini's wants to experience life fully and and in as many different ways as they can. They have two opinions about everything and sometimes they can't make up their minds. So so a layered protein bar makes great morning snack enabling them to eat on the on the run. Tahini or lemon bars with coconut flour almond meal spices and rice malt syrup satisfies the variety that Gemini crave. Their need for mental stimulation keeps them constantly on the go, and snacks and finger foods keep them energized. Gemini's mind is always working overtime, so a variety of brain foods such as turmeric, salmon, salmon eggs, dandelion greens, jicama, I think that's how this said, should be added to the menu. They tend to avoid foods that require them to sit and digest, preferring to eat and move on to the next interesting thing. Earthy foods such as mango, root, vegetables, or feta cheese can also help Gemini's, uh, keep Gemini's grounded. Okay, and then here's your nourishing zodiac tea infusions. Um, so for Jimmy, a light blend of assam with rose hips and allspice stimulates a Gemini's versatility and open mind. Gemini's are a breath of fresh air, and their lively conversation over a cup of tea is always cheerfully entertaining. This is. Iced or hot, you never know what the re- what the, this restless quick changer will crave. Yeah, that's that's fine. They are great. They're really great to talk to, I'm telling you. Yoga poses. Uh, for yoga poses, of course, um, I will read them, but I'm, I cannot explain how it looks, so I, like I always recommend... What I do, I go to Pinterest <laughs> to look at the pose that it says you should do. Anyways, for Gemini's, it says Gemini rules the arms, hands, fingers, shoulders, upper ribs, lungs, and nervous system. These types are prone to nervousness, fidgeting, and monkey mind tendencies. Gemini's are the communicators, so they tend to sit in front of a computer and can type for hours. They should be frequently rotating and relaxing their hands in between work this pose is a good stretch for Gemini, and the pose is Cobra Pose. So I would suggest looking that up on Pinterest. It will be the best for you. Um, mindful meditations for each sign. So I will try and read in my um, in my um, meditative voice. Um, and no surprise, but at Gemini, you guys have a writing meditation. So it says writing not only connects the brain to the body in a deliberate and concentrated way, but also making this blueprint of your life is a creative act and creativity is another way to practice using your power over yourself and your life. If you can make your list and not have to worry about anyone finding it, be thankful and write that down as one of the items in your plus column. Using a separate notebook, divide a piece of paper. Sorry. Um, um, let me read. Use a separate notebook, divide a piece of paper 
eight and a half to 11 or larger down the middle. On one side, make a list of all the good things about your life. Head this column as my good fortune. It is important that you list a few of these things first. Come on, there must be some good things to be thankful for. I sometimes think that one of the reasons we all have problems is so other people can be thankful that other problems aren't as bad as ours. I certainly have a lot of trouble feeling sorry for myself when I remember the many people who are less fortunate than I am. Now, do you remember some good things to be thankful for? Next, make the list. Make a list of the things you want to change in your life. Head this column as things that I will change. I hope you have enough paper because in both your good fortune and change columns, you should list everything you can think of. Take your time. Beneath these two columns, make a heading title, How I Want Things to Be, and also divide that list into two columns. Label one column short-term goals and the other column long-term goals. Short-term goals are things like, I will practice one of, one of the exercises. I will love and forgive myself and others before I go to sleep tonight. I will tell, I will tell those I love how much I care about them today. I will organize my workspace. I will be aware of how my actions affect others. I will be aware of blank, a habit whose organ I will soon understand. I will stop smoking, drinking, overeating for today and take it one day at a time. And as many other ideas that you can think of that are goals to be remembered and attained every day. Long-term goals are things like I will stop smoking, drinking, overeating. I will look and feel great and weigh blank pounds. I will earn my living by doing blank. I will meet and marry the partner of my dreams. I will attain financial security. And as many other ideas as you can think of, think of that are goals that you will reach by both the daily attainment of your short-term goals and the other changes that will result from your daily practice of the different metaphysical fitness exercises. Always write, I will never, I'll, I'll or I will try. You will complete. You will accomplish your goals both long and short term because your willpower will be getting stronger from being used day by day. Writing I will is a subtle yet powerful reminder to us that it is because of our will that our life is going to change. Leave some space for things you think of later and then beneath that write down a list of what I've allowed to stop me. All the things you think have prevented you from having things the way you want them. This part of the list is very important. When you list your obstacles, it will become apparent sooner or later that you can devise methods for dealing with them, no matter how out of your control these obstacles appear to be. You are always in control of your end of the equation, and you can figure out how to change and adapt to reach the goals you have set for yourself. What you have to do is explore every possible possibility you can think of. You must also use every means both physical and metaphysically at your disposal, along with precious and hard-won knowledge we all gain from the mistakes we make along the way. Perseverance and concentration seem to be the only thing in common between every successful person I have ever met or read about. Update this list every week or so. You will be surprised at how some of your short-term goals become incorporated into your life as new habits that will replace the ones you wanted to change. When you attain any of your long-term goals, I suggest that you reward yourself in some way and make a little ceremony out of crossing it off your list. 
There you go. That's interesting. It's almost kind of like a uh, manifestation practice to me. Okay. So here are your breathing affirmations for each sign. Gemini. Much can be learned from everyone and everything, even the nets that try to snare us. So I'm going to say your affirmation in my meditative voice. And I will repeat it twice for you. So I breathe in the wisdom that the flow of nature is offering me. I am filled with the desire to learn all I can about life and about my place in it. I breathe out ignorance. I'm going to do it again. I breathe in the wisdom that the flow of nature is offering me. I am filled with the desire to learn all I can about life and about my place in it. I breathe out ignorance. That's a good one. I love that. Beauty tips. Jimmy's. Gemini's are influenced by influencers. To you, beauty is a game. You long to capture the perfect prize that eludes your grasp, a product that has perfect dual functions and works for both day and night, cheeks and lips, two functions in one. Once you find something you love, you have a genius for sharing information. You would like airbrush makeup or fun treatments that bubble or fizz. Uh, Healing colors. Um, yellow multicolor. The color yellow signifies cheerfulness, optimism, and bright ideas. It is a happy and energetic color that reflects mental acuity and communication. It, it is also a celebration of sunny days. Yellow energy is related to the ability to perceive and understand. A simple spell for yellow. To create a feeling, confidence, and happiness, wear yellow gold jewelry to an event. If you are feeling worn out or tired in the evening hours when the sun has gone to sleep, Sit under a lamp with your eyes closed. The warmth and light that permeate your closed lids will help you to concentrate on the power and promise of tomorrow's sunrise. Okay. Sleep advice. Um, A Gemini is always acquiring and processing information, seeing two or more sides of a given situation. Their aversion is being bored and can be an impediment to sleep because calming down to a resting state can seem similar to be to being born. They need to blend something down with surrender to the coming exciting experience of their dream world. Their comforter needs to be lightweight even in cold weather. Actually they would need to have two comforters so they could have enough choices as to how to regulate the temperature. So that is it you guys for the Gemini wellness. I hope you guys enjoyed that and then we will go ahead and jump into the energy read for um, Gemini season. And this um, deck that I'm using is called Heavenly Bodies Astrology. So let's go ahead and draw three cards and see what we could be guided by this Gemini season, you guys. Um, Also, while I'm shuffling, I wanted to let you guys know that I have a piece of Moldavite. It's a pendant, and it's actually, it's not like tiny, tiny, but it's small. Um, And you guys know that Moldavite is 
um, extensive. It really is. Um, and so I am selling this piece because I bought a piece um, that, you know, I really connected to for way more money than I spent on the last piece. It was like almost, it was basically $200. <laughs> um, and I definitely would recommend that if you are not familiar with crystals or you are a first time user of crystals, I do not think Moldavite is the best thing for you to use, but I feel called to sell this piece. Um, I no need to hoard because I feel like it can do some good in someone else's life. Um, so I'm selling it. Um, and um, I have pictures of it. If you want to see pictures, um, I'm selling it for about $70. Um like I said, it's a pendant um, that you can put on whatever chain you want or buy for yourself. Um, the way you could get a hold of me if you're interested is definitely either email me at thecharminglibra07 um, at gmail.com. I think the easiest way would be to hit me up on IG at the Charming Libra. And like I said, it's pretty much blank, but at least through there, I could send you pictures and I would definitely accept any payment through um, Venmo um, if you have it or um, Cash App. So Venmo or Cash App, if you're interested, again, like I said, that's Moldavite. It's an authentic real piece. I don't buy fake shit. I have actual um, real um, crystal shops down here that I choose from. And, um, yeah, I don't I don't fuck with the fake shit. You know, like if you're buying Moldavite for $20 and less, unless it's like a really tiny piece, like, I think the tiniest piece of Moldavite starts at $20, <laughs> but if you're buying, like, big pieces for $20, it's not real. It really isn't. So, um, I have a real piece, and like I said, if you want to see it, I can send you pictures of it and see if you would like it. So, um, yeah, um, again, it's up. So, first come, first serve. Whoever is interested and wants to buy it, um, shipping, of course, is going to be i probably say about maybe five bucks uh, for priority meal, I would say five or three dollars. Um, so just, yeah, it would probably be a total of $75 in total. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested, again, hit me up at the Charming Libra on IG or at... Um, the um the charming libra 07 at gmail.com if you're interested so we're going to pull our first card for gemini season and that is we got ooh the 10th house uh which means structure discipline life mission accomplishments and career our second card we've gotten sagittarius optimism exploration and freedom which is crazy because that's the sister sign of Gemini. And for the third card, we got Pluto, transformation. Ooh, let's see what this all means, you guys. Um, 
We'll read this together. So I'm going to interpret um, as house 10 is saying structure and discipline, life mission. So this is basically um, what we want to accomplish, what, you know, what we want in our career. Um, this seems to be gearing up toward what our destiny is in life. And Sagittarius, it's optimism, exploration, freedom. Use this time to explore many different aspects in your life. Um, free yourself from anything that's been holding you back and binding you. And, you know, be positive about what you're going through. Be positive of learning and trying new things. And for Pluto, always transformation is basically it's time for change it's time for you to let go of the things that are holding you back it's time for you to allow your transformation to happen you can't keep holding on to things that are not going to serve you for your future so now use this energy use this gemini season to allow that transformation to take place so I'm going to go ahead and also read from the book because those are just my interpretations of it. So uh, let's see, what should we start with first? Okay, um, starting with the planets. All right, Pluto. So it says, with, with its x-ray vision, Pluto reveals toxicity in the systems you lean on and complacency and the things you draw on for identity, status, beliefs, careers, relationships. It bears the underbelly of your structures, revealing buried secrets and hidden truths. This is the realm of death and rebirth. It highlights the broken pieces you incarnated to heal in this lifetime. And facing its karmic challenge is your ticket to the evolution of your soul. As it pushes you to shed your layers, it triggers you to, to triggers your survival instinct. You may turn to low vibrations such as manipulation and control to protect ideas of self. You'll explore these energies through sexuality where power, shame, submission, and freedom manifest physically. Pluto is your loving but not-so-friendly guide through your personal underworld. With this energy, you traverse the taboo into symbolic death and toward your eventual renewal. It pushes you into rock bottoms where, with nothing left to lose, you find the courage to confront your darkness. And somehow, is this wasteland, you find your strength and freedom. So key words is karma, buried secrets, survival, the taboo, experiences, death and rebirth, transformation, where you are broken, purged and renewed, power, sex, your soul's evolution. So for this card, in the spirit of transformation, remove your armor, connect with your naked essence. This energy comes to free you from the chains of identity and the story of who you think you are. Call on courage and face the sometimes painful truth of what's no longer serving you. Summon bravery and begin the process of letting go. Open to your boundless nature and allow this regenerative process to leave you, leave you cleansed and renewed. Your rebirth starts within and will surely out, uh, echo outwards. So, yeah, this is the time to, we got to start letting go, you guys. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I just sense a huge change in the air. And we got to be ready. And we can't hold on to shit that we think we know is right. Because really, we have to really change ourselves and transform ourselves to what's to come so that we are ready with this. So house 10 card says so like the top of the tree of your, of your life. This house sits on the peak of the, of the chart, revealing your visible achievements. If looked at from the perspective of a lifespan is establishing your position in society by a way of pr pr profession. 
More figuratively, it's your sense of mission and the apex of your goals, the place to which you eventually climb for all to see. It reveals your level of visible success and the accomplishments you are known for. It's the natural home of Capricorn, the sign committed to time earned achievement and is ruled by Saturn, the planet which you use use tough love to prompt the manifestation of your goals. What is life pushing you toward accomplishing? This space sits directly above house four, your roots, your childhood home, and and sense of security. The achievements of this house grow from the the nurture of hardship experienced in the house below. And as house four is linked to mother, house 10 is linked to father or whoever carried authoritative energy in childhood, echoed in adult life as your attitude towards structure and authority in general. So energetic, structure, discipline, career, public image, and reputation, experiences, life mission, time earned, achievements, establishing a position in society, parents, father. And this card, persist toward your goal with ambition, discipline, and perseverance, but don't cling too tightly to the outcome. There must always be space for growth, change, and intuition. It's where the magic grows. It's in the place, in the space of gentle hard work with your divine masculine flourishes. Build a noble structure surrounding your inner world. Let it be the scaffolding, the container for your divine feminine. This is how you manifest in the physical plane. So yes, manifest, guys. Manifest everything that you want by using your divine masculine, but also your divine feminine. Have a balance of that. So the next is Sagittarius. I feel like we got this last um, for um, Taurus even. I could be wrong. So, of course, life is an adventure for Sagittarius explorers. These beings are seekers, insatiable, curious, and driven by big questions. Most notably, why am I here? They're forwarded thinking and forever inspired by their ruling planet, Jupiter. They have a larger-than-life presence with independence and optimism of to begin again and again, and every new quest born from deep existential longing, and they often feel most at home on the journey being more interested in philosophy and the world of ideas than reality. Sagittarius is dedicated to higher learning and things that expand the mind, anything from foreign travel to universities and psychedelics. It's freedom-loving and unattached both in thought and in action. However, the same sweeping viewpoints which create its moral compass, ethical code, and inspire vision can make it a bit aloof. And if this energy doesn't remember to stop and smell the roses to connect with small earthly pleasures and feet, it's prone to chronic dissatisfaction. No distance is far enough for this arrow blaze landing only only leaves its wild imagination wanting more. So energetics, optimism, philosophy, ethics, imagination, exploration, independence, Experiences, seeking freedom, a journey, an adventure, shadow, chronically dissatisfied, aloof. And for this card, how do you navigate life? Do you typically respond emotionally or logically, passively or actively? Are you in a bold move or a safe player? Maybe a mix of all. It's time to begin piloting from a broader, broader, deeper belief system. You're being asked to develop a moral code, a personal creed. Anything from a self-written sentence filled with integrity and expressing your values to a full-blown life philosophy. Develop an ethical umbrella unique to you to shape the lens through which you pilot your life. It will set you free and elevate your navigation skills. So we're having a Sagittarius um, lunar eclipse. Um, 
what is it is it today or um I don't let me check let me double check but this is um this is you know the time to use that energy oh actually let's see yeah they're calling it the blood moon Um, but it doesn't even give me the, let's see, I'm sorry, I'm still here. So when is it? Oh, the 26th. So this Wednesday, use that Sag energy. Um, let the truth come out. You know, it's the opposite of Gemini. So use it the best we can. I may do a episode on that. Um, I am actually quite busy on that day. So I don't want to make a promise, but I, I might. But that's it for the reading, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Then we're going to pull a ritual card for you to enjoy this Gemini season as well. Um, actually, let's see. I'm going to have to hurry because I noticed my mic or headphones are, they're low. <laughs> they're very, very low. So... Let's see, let's go ahead and do this real quick. So, release <laughs> is what we got. So, um, the purpose is when the right of ancient chains becomes too much to bear, when you are really to progress to the next plateau of your spiritual. Evolution, when the ties that bind no longer hold power over you, empower this card. So the tools you need are an instrument akin to a sword or a tool to sever a connection. This could be a literal object such as a small ritual dagger or a knife, always away from children and in a safe, controlled environment. This could also simply require using your hands as a figurative tool of cutting the connection. So to find a quiet space where you'll not be disturbed, relax your mind and body, envision the energetic cold cord that is still tying you to the person or energy from which you wish to disconnect. Hold a clear intention of freedom, light and liberation, your mind and affirm, I now cut this connection for my highest and greatest and most love-centered good. I release this energy back to its point of organ with perfect love and perfect trust for the good of all. I am free. I am light. I am whole. With these words, use either your hands as a sword or your instrument of choice and slice an X through the air in front of you. Express gratitude with the action and visualize these energetic cords being cut. Releasing your back to your true pure form after the ritual is completed, give thanks, ground yourself, and drink plenty of water for internal purification. Setting the intention. After the above affirmation, set the intention of remaining clear and whole within your mind body and spirit repeat this ritual as many times as needed until you feel your energy return to you until you feel light and free once again so this is amazing so 
yes, use this, um, use this full moon to, um, release all the shit that's not serving you, um, you guys, you really need to stop holding on to toxic shit, I actually want to do an episode about, um, holding on to toxic bullshit, um, because I do want to add some, you know, like, this is supposed to be also a relationship, uh, you know, of well-being, so, um, podcast, so I will definitely do that, because, uh, as women, you guys, and even men, um, we, we just gotta stop this shit, we, we really do, we gotta let go of shit that leaves our life, we gotta let it go, if they come back, you know, as a change person or thing, and then it's meant to be, and I mean, not you texting and calling and harassing them, or begging them, I mean, they come back on their own, like, they feel brought back, but, um, that is the end for this, um, episode, and I will definitely, um, make an episode regarding to that, uh, for some help, so, um, you guys take care, I love you, stay safe, and again, if you want to purchase that Moldavite, please hit me up on the Charming Libra on Instagram, or, the charming libra07 at gmail.com and i will send pictures if you want to see them and yeah we can just discuss remember first come first serve so take care guys love you